you guys. Welcome back to Rave Culture Podcast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. I am finally feeling fresh and recovered from Electric Zoo. Uh, We're feeling good. Uh, Got some rest, which was pretty nice. Um, But if you guys missed it last week, I had a recap episode on how uh, my festival experience was at Electric Zoo this year. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, If you're new, welcome. Thank you guys so much for being here. But today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I want to try and start these different like series on the podcast because we're still, we might be on episode 21 already, which is crazy. 21 or 22? 22. Um, But I do want to start some series and I figured I would do an ask me anything style video or just like one massive Q&A and I would periodically do these over time and it just gives you guys an opportunity um, to ask any questions. I get so many submissions for you guys of like topics you want me to cover and I've honestly been shocked at like how backed up I am and I only do one podcast a week. So I was like, you know what? Let me get to a bunch of you guys at once. Um, so I posted on Instagram. You guys can follow me at Emma Capotis for my personal account and at Rave Culture Cast on Twitter and on Instagram to keep up with the podcast and all things related to that. Um, yeah, and I got a ton of submissions. I got so many emails, you guys. I haven't even gone through these. I like to be surprised, which may not be, that might not be the most prepared way to go about this. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I am going to hop right into the episode. I'm also going to switch up the format today. So I have some EDM news. I'm going to save that for the end of the episode. Um, I've gotten some feedback from you guys saying that you'd like me to just jump right into the topic. Um, So we'll try something new this week. You guys can always let me know on YouTube. You can leave comments or again, you can email me. Um, The email is raveculturecast at gmail.com, raveculturecast at gmail.com. Um, for any feedback, suggestions on topics, um, people you want me to interview. Uh, As of right now, I have one lined up for next week that I'm super excited about. So hopefully that will be a really good one. I'm pumped. And yeah, and then I just want to jump into today's episode. Um, I'll give you guys some updates also later on about upcoming festivals I have, upcoming shows, because I do have some really exciting announcements about Imagine Music Festival, which is already like a week and a half in a way. Like it's crazy. I feel like Izu just happened and this is three weeks later and there's just so much going on this month. I'm sure those of you who are in school are feeling like totally overwhelmed. Um, If you guys are back in school, good luck with your semester. And everyone else just dealing with normal work day, you know how it is. Um, I Football Sunday was yesterday and I'm wearing my Minnesota Vikings long sleeve right now because it's victory Monday because we won so any if you guys didn't know that I'm a huge Minnesota Vikings fan totally random I'm not from Minnesota I'm from New Jersey but anyway yeah so I was at the the pub like all day yesterday so I'm feeling a little crusty and feeling a little dusty today uh, and I also had a wedding this past weekend so yeah you know we're just gonna go into Monday we already crushed it and uh, it was a short week last week so not too bad anyway I'm rambling Okay, I think that's all I want to say at the top of the episode. Um, You guys know where to find me. Please rate and review on iTunes if you haven't done that already. I would absolutely love your feedback there. And of course, if you're listening today, please screenshot and share your screen. Tag me in it on your Instagram stories, on Twitter. Um, The way, the best way to get this podcast out there is to just like tell your friends and share it with people. And I I mentioned it last week, but I got to bring my Rave Culture podcast to my first festival at Izu. And it was just so awesome meeting you guys in person and representing the podcast. So I'm so excited that we're growing. 
So thank you guys so much for spreading the word about all of that. Oh, actually, one thing I did want to mention at the top of the episode, so I don't forget, um, I am taking submissions for another upcoming episode, you guys. Um, I want to know about your experiences raving solo. Do you like to do that? Is that something you prefer? What have your experiences been like either attending music festivals solo or just going to shows solo? Um, yeah, I kind of want to hear about all of your experiences, what it's been like, any tips that you have or advice that you have, if you prefer to do that, why do you prefer to go solo? Um, so basically any information you can give me, um, again, please send that into raveculturecast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, and voice memos are welcome too, because I would love to share like as many stories as possible. I probably one of the most, probably one of the most requested videos that I have, um, not videos, episodes I have right now is to talk about raving solo. And I personally haven't done that. I, the, the closest I got to it was when I went to GovBall this year and I thought that I was going with a group and I got there and I found out that that group was not happening. So I went into that festival in the first 30 minutes, thought I was going to be there alone the whole day. And I ended up running into like some of my sorority sisters that I hadn't seen in literally years. Um, so I was really excited to actually have a first solo uh, music festival experience and it didn't end up working out for me. But anyway, those are the submissions I'm looking for. So again, uh, email raveculturecast at gmail.com with any of your raving solo or music fe- music festival experiences by yourself. Uh, yeah. So thanks, guys. All right. So I'm actually going to start with the emails and we have a bunch of them. So let's just get through all of these and then I will definitely take a break at some point and then I'm going to get to the YouTube comments and the Instagram submissions. Uh, But let's just like go down the line here again. I did not listen to these in advance. Ooh, we've got a voice memo. Yay, your first voice memo. I can't wait. I want to like share your guys' voice memos on here. All right, hold on. Let me play it. Hey, Emma. I'm Jade. Huge fan of the podcast. I'll try to keep this brief. Back in the beginning of August, I attended Heart Summer and was planning on meeting up with this guy I had a crush on. So I religiously listened to your How to Find a Rave Bay episode. And I took several approaches like making candy, taking photos. And the vibe was good until he started making out with another guy. Also, I had left my group to spend the day with this guy only to be left alone at Zoo's set. So moral of the story is, how does one go about finishing a festival solo after getting lost or being ditched? Oh my god. Okay, my mouth is like wide open right now. (laughs) First of all, thank you so much for sharing your story and for submitting the first voice memo. I'm so excited. Um, Okay, that person actually sucks and they're a huge asshole so fuck that they didn't care at all about your feelings or that you would be left out at all so I mean if I were in that situation I would one I would probably try to just find my friends as quickly as possible or two I would maybe like I know you're probably like hurt and like your ego is bruised after a situation like that but I would either like I would leave the situation immediately because I'd be like nope that person's not for me um and I would either try and like meet other people or join another group or just enjoy the show by yourself for a little bit but um honestly I would just get out of that situation as quickly as possible block their number don't have anything to do with them for the rest of the night and at least try and salvage your night like if you possibly can because the worst case scenario would be that it like ruined your entire night and you're not able to enjoy the rest of the show I hope it works out with somebody else I think you did all the right things I just don't think that was the right person it doesn't sound like they were a very good person so I'm sorry that that happened to you but thank you so much for for writing in okay 
Let's see what else we've got here. Okay, so this next one is an email from at Austin Harrison X. What's up, Austin? Okay, so this one I just read through really quickly. Um, basically, the gist of this of this is is a situation that I think a lot of people can relate to, and it's pretty much like. He says, before, during, or after a festival, you meet someone sober or otherwise. You feel a super deep connection. You get along great, 100%. Fall out of the sky for this person over the course of just a few hours. Uh, Basically, like, if some of you guys can relate, you, like, fall in love with someone at a festival pretty much. Um, And then the reality hits where you figure out, like, where they live and where you live. And it kind of, like, all dawns on you. And he said, I think it's something a lot of people can relate to because it's a really great place to technically meet somebody um, because a lot of people have to travel to places, but there's a thin chance that it'll work out. Um, And he said, to put a glass half full twist on this situation, I ran into the girl post Izu at both the restaurant and the train station. What are the odds? We both missed the last train to New Jersey and sat there for hours talking throughout the night. Uh, I'm not really upset. It can't work, but I can say I'm glad it happened and had fun. Hope this helps put some spark, some ramblings and rave hard, rave well. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that situation because I agree it is such a good place to meet people. But I don't know. I think exactly what you said. I think you have the right attitude about it. You just chalk it up to an experience. I think it's good that you got to have that experience. You got to meet new people. And you never know, like relationship-wise or friend-wise, like, I have friends that I go to EDC Las Vegas with. I just saw my friend Sarah and Mike at Electric Zoo. Like you might think that you're only going to talk to somebody one time and then your relationship ends up extending over years and maybe you just meet up at other festivals or other shows. Like you really just never know. And I've heard of some people making it work. So I think it's good just to put it, leave it where it is and say it was a great experience, but it's also good just to exchange information with people because you really never know where it might lead. You know, everything is temporary. People don't always live in the same place forever, you know, so people might move. Who knows? But um, thank you so much for your email. I think that's a one that people can definitely, definitely relate to. Okay, this next one is a really good one. I'm actually really glad that Lynette brought this up because I genuinely experienced this exact same thing in this exact same set. So she said, hey, Emma, I missed the meeting times at Izu, but I just wanted to say I love your podcast and YouTube channel. Your vibe is awesome. Thank you so much. Um, And she said, I don't know if this is more of a question or a comment, but I've been battling this at some concerts I've been to. I go to festivals and concerts for the music, but if I'm around people who care more about getting pictures and videos just to show that they're there, it takes away from my experience. For Izu at the Above and Beyond set, there was a group of people who were talking and I had and had friends coming in and out and it was killing my experience. I kept trying to tell myself to ignore them because I still love Above and Beyond, so who cares if they're not dancing and enjoying it? But it did leave me with a less positive experience though after it was all said and done. I guess I don't have a question. It's just more of a pet peeve and something I'm trying to mentally rise above um, because why let that ruin your experience, right? Anyways, keep doing what you're doing. You're a badass. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, Okay, so I had this exact same experience during the Above and Beyond set at Izu. So what I'll say is... Our situation sort of changed, but in the beginning, it was very similar. Like the people around us were just like not as into it. And like the group directly standing in front of us, like was not dancing, was not moving. And I like you have a direct eyesight at these people around you, right? So it totally killed my vibe as well. And I was saying the same thing. I was like, I don't care how not hype the people are around me. I'm going to be extra hype because I'm so excited for this set. So one thing I will say, if it's killing your vibe to the point where you're not enjoying it, move. 1000% move. Even if you're friends, like you can pick a meeting spot 
squat. If you need to go up in the front by yourself, do that because that is probably where more of like the energy is going to be and more of the people who like really love that artist are going to be. So definitely suggest moving. Um, I know for Eric Prids's main stage set at Izu on Friday, we did the, it was a similar thing. Like we were sort of more towards the outskirts and like the back and I felt like the people around us kind of like weren't enjoying it as much. So we moved in inwards a little bit more. So I totally feel you. I think that's something that a lot of people can actually relate to. Um, but I would just say change your surroundings because I agree. I think the people around you can completely screw up like your vibe so definitely don't like feel selfish you could you gotta do what you gotta do okay this one next one is from Dara K there's a couple questions in this one email so I'm gonna just like pick them apart and answer a few um but let's see the one question said talking about like different ages at music festivals um, oh, sorry, different ages uh, when they are searching shuffling videos. And it said they're very frustrated because it always tends to be like the same type of person making the shuffling videos, which could be true because you might just get like a lot of younger chicks making shuffling videos. I know I've seen a lot of guys doing it as well, but um, they said, will I be out of place at 35 doing it? Definitely not. I think there are, I've made a video about this. I don't think there is any um, age limit on raving or going to shows or shuffling. I think if you love what you love, then keep doing it, keep enjoying it because I don't think you'd say the same thing about going to concerts like you don't really grow grow out of going to concerts I think people you know your musical taste changes like I have friends um, and people I work with who are in like their 50s and still go to concerts my mom's going to a concert next week so definitely you're not gonna be out of place going um, at 35 I think you'll be totally totally fine fitting in Um, and this other question is where do you find longer sets I have Spotify it's all cut to three to six minutes where do I listen to sets I definitely listen on YouTube especially after festivals that's when I'll sort of like save all my sets on the side and my watch later playlist and then I'll go back and listen to them. I used to listen on SoundCloud all the time. So those are probably like the two main ones. Not as much SoundCloud anymore, but um, primarily on YouTube. So thank you so much for your question. Okay, here's another one. This one is from Catherine or Kat, sorry. Much love from the West Coast. Ooh, we got a West Coaster. It says, hi Emma, my name is Catherine. I go by Kat. I have a really important question for the episode. I've been raving now for a couple years. I was born and raised in Southern California, find my place at Insomniac events and bigger festivals like Coachella, Countdown, etc. I just moved from San Diego to San Francisco and now I feel like I'm starting over in the scene. I'm a 21-year-old female and no friends that I have up here are the little that I do have like EDM or want to go to shows with me. I found a lot of upcoming events I want to go to in this area, for example, Zed, Rez, the Alchemy Tour, but I'm nervous and very anxious to go alone. I worry a lot about my safety and I've never been to a club or venue alone. I would definitely feel more comfortable in a festival setting. People are more plural than most clubs, but I really need advice on raving and feeling comfortable alone as a female. I love this music so much that it pushes me to go regardless of company and I really don't even feel like I need company at all to have a good time because my time is for the artist. I just get scared um, and anxious about being a female alone. Sorry this is so long but I really love your podcast and really need advice on this. I would love if you made a whole episode on raving solo. Girl I got you already. I got you and I got people's experience and tips now that you have this huge podcast platform but I really need this advice. I've been watching your videos since you only had maybe a hundred views and I'm so impressed and happy with how far you've come and can't wait can't wait for your success. Thank you for all you do for the community. I really value your opinion. Oh my god that was so fucking nice. Thank you so much Kat. Okay so one yes 1000% gonna be doing a full episode on raving solo because again even if I can't if, if I haven't had that experience I don't want that to like hold back from giving you guys advice so I will gather other people's stories and I will do the research and I will definitely like still bring you guys those topics so we will for sure cover it so 
I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I can very much relate to this because I'm that way. Like I am super precautious about things. I'm very like anxiety ridden, especially because my area to go out in would be New York City. And I would not feel comfortable going out in New York City or Brooklyn alone only because one, it's so far from my apartment. And two, like a lot of the shows in this area end at like 4 a.m. And I really don't want to be Ubering alone from Brooklyn. Like would I be fine? Probably yes. But I completely agree with how you feel. So you're in San Francisco. I'm just so curious. I know it's like hard talking to people and meeting people online, but I just think of my my friend, Vibe With A, that you guys probably know very well, who moved to Austin and didn't really have like a circle of friends. And she met people through work and just going to the same types of events and through meeting people online, like on Instagram, on YouTube. I didn't think I would meet people online and a lot on Instagram. I just have followed so many people and on Twitter, some of the same people in the areas. And like, I just start commenting and talking to them. And I feel like at least then you have a, a little bit of an idea about somebody. Um, so maybe just start to try and like follow more people like in the San Francisco area. Definitely go on the events pages. Um, and maybe you can go to an event alone and try and find someone. I do remember there was one time I was at a show at Terminal 5 in New York City. It was like Thanksgiving week. And one girl came up to like I was with three of my girlfriends and one girl came up to us and told us she was alone like her friends backed out the last minute and she didn't want to be by herself and we like were more than happy to welcome her into our group and like we drank with her we hung out with her um and she ended up meeting a guy and like walking off but anyway uh so don't be like afraid to approach people either like if you're alone especially like a group of girls I feel like we all like to look out for each other so you know just be honest with people about your situation. I wouldn't necessarily go up to like a guy and be like, hey, I'm here alone by myself and I have to go home by myself later. Probably wouldn't leave with that because uh, you do have to be safety. But just check in with friends. Always let somebody know where you are as well. So yeah, I hope I, that's good advice. I know that's a really big city. There's a pretty big EDM scene there as well. So good luck with everything. You're going to be great. Okay, this next one's from Sabrina. It says, hi, Emma. First, I just want to say I absolutely love and adore you and appreciate everything you do. <laughs> you work so hard and I love how passionate you are about this community and helping people. I'm not sure if you covered this already somewhere and I missed it, but I have a problem I'm currently dealing with that's driving me crazy. Part of my rave fam included two friends who were dating for about a year and recently broke up. Uh-oh. We had plans to go to Lost Lands together, but now we're split up and basically the girls are camping together and the guys are doing their own thing. I was friends with the guys first. I only met the girl because she started dating one of them, but we got really close. I feel sad because I love my fam all being together because we always had a blast, but I know those two don't want to hang out together at all because it ended on bad terms. Same thing for upcoming shows. We all got tickets for months ago. I feel stuck in the middle middle of questions from both of them being like, well, who are you pre-gaming with? Who are you riding with? Who are you hanging with at the festival show? It's like my parents being divorced or something and I have to split my time. Any advice on this? Wow. Okay. This is definitely like one of those situations that's like not worst case scenario, but like I feel for people in this situation because I know how hard that can be, especially when it was like a situation forced upon you. Like you didn't ask for this to happen. You just wanted everyone to get along and have a good time. One, I definitely think it's good that you're not like forcing them all to hang out because that wouldn't be good for anybody. So I think it is best for everyone that you do like separate your time. And I think you just have to take it event by event. Um, honestly, just like split your time as best you can. Be upfront and honest with everyone. I feel like at the end of the day, don't like overpromise things. Just say it to their face. Like, listen, I hung out with you guys at Lost Lands. I'm going to be hanging out with the guys for this show. I'm sorry, but like 
I have to split my time equally. I don't want to choose any sides and just be very upfront and honest. And then if either or are harsh with you or disrespectful to you or whatever, then you kind of know like which group you should be hanging out with more. But sort of just like come like come to a decision what you're going to do and just like be upfront with them early on you know I wouldn't like lead anybody on in that situation because they might get frustrated in the end if they're like well you told me one thing and then you backed out I know that's really tricky um but eventually this is the hardest thing to hear especially when you're you're a young person within your 20s alone you're gonna have so many different groups of friends like you outgrow people and sometimes it's a harsh split and sometimes it's just like life and you naturally drift apart. But some of the friends you have now, you're not going to have in a year or in two years, but you're going to have new friends. I'm sure your rave fam will grow and you will figure that situation out. But sorry that you have to deal with that. Just, uh, you know, do the best you can and you should still enjoy your time as well. Okay, this next one is like a very particular question, one that I don't have any experience with, but I will give it my best shot. Um, So this person wrote in and basically said that they are moving across the country to become a federal agent and obviously being a member of like law enforcement might affect your ability to attend like events and raves. Um, they said because of like the amount of drug drug use at these festivals, they said they're going to like struggle having to like enjoy their time while also seeing things happening around them. But they're like not on the job kind of vibe, if you know what I mean. So they said they're afraid it'll make it hard for them to socialize and make future friends. So I do I know of anyone in a similar situation? Honestly, not from personal experience. I have one friend who's a cop, but he very much could like turn it on and off. I don't know. But then there was like one time that we saw somebody get like punched outside a club and he had to like jump right into action because obviously he's a cop. So seeing things like that is a problem. So I think it's a tough position to be in. But at the same time, there's so many positive things that have that happen at shows. So I wouldn't focus on the negative ones, if that makes sense. Um, That stuff might happen, but there's so many people there enjoying it like soberly and having a good time. So like focus on making the relationships and friends with those types of people. I wouldn't let it like hinder you from attending events in the future. And they also said that they're relocating to Texas and the closest cities are San Antonio and Austin. Um, do I know of any festivals or shows in the area? I know there are a ton near Austin because Vibe with Aid lives there and posts stuff all the time. I think Vibe Vessel is one that she posts. Definitely check out. I think it's edmtrain.com. They usually like have different events in the cities. Um, so yeah, so best of luck with that. And I'm sure you will meet plenty of new people. We've got another one. This one says rude people at shows. Oh, this will be a good one. Okay. Hi, Emma. I wanted to ask how you deal with rude people at shows. The people that force their way through the crowd without saying, excuse me, stand right in front of you, even though they're a foot taller than you. The dudes who keep spilling their drink on you and don't even realize. And people who straight up push you. How do you try and get these behaviors around you to stop so it doesn't ruin your experience? Okay. I'll say this right now. I feel like I've been pretty vocal about this in the past too. Like I don't handle it that well. I mean, I feel like I'm a very patient person and I've been doing this for so long that I'm like very used to like crowds being pushy and getting very crowded and certain behaviors I'm like kind of immune to now. But if someone is like really shovey or pushy or rude around me, like I have no problem turning around and like telling them to stop or just I, I usually if people push really really hard I'll like turn around and be like you can say excuse me 
or something like that. You know, like you don't want to get in a fight or start something. But um, I think it's okay to like tap someone on their shoulder and be like, hey, like you're bumping into me. Can you just like watch? Uh, I do a lot of the hand motion where if a guy or a girl in front of me is like leaning back, I put my hand against their back. I have had, I forget what show it was. I had a really drunk guy turn around and like snap at me. I forget what he said. He said something about me. He was like, please don't touch me. Please don't touch me. I was like, you're literally on top of me, sir. But he was just like so drunk. Oh, oh, that that pushed my buttons. So I think just remain as patient as you can. It's okay to stand up for yourself. And worst case scenario, leave the situation. Move. I know that that's not something that everyone wants to do because you like you earned that spot. You had been there for a while. But like if it's going to escalate, move and just like find a new spot. Um, So that's definitely what I would suggest doing. People are always going to shove to the front. Unfortunately, it's just like a part of this. But I just think if more of us respect each other and more of us exhibit like better behavior then eventually like we are going to outnumber them and we just have to like teach people the right way to do things so I think you're doing the right thing by even asking that question okay this one is from Evan it says traveling from Vegas to Electric Forest do you think I should do a pre-setup camp looking to do good life VIP I'm concerned with travel renting a car and everything okay that's a really great question So I haven't done Electric Forest yet. A lot of you guys know it's like my number one festival I want to attend in 2020. I don't have anything lined up for 2020, but Electric Forest, that's literally all I want to do. But I'm with you. I agree. Like I know everyone says like you have to camp and it's this whole part of the experience. I'm totally with you. I agree with that, but I'm in the same boat. Like I wouldn't want to bring all of the packing gear and stuff. I would rather pay more money to do like the glamping or like Electric Avenue or I think the preset camping just because I'd be flying from New Jersey and like that's just what I'm comfortable with. I would rather do that. I don't want to have to like set up a tent and like do all that shit and that's okay. Everyone has a different opinion. But if you're traveling from Vegas and you're a first timer and you're uncomfortable as well, I would look into the different preset camping options. Um, It's a little confusing, but I will say the best resource is Reddit. Electric Forest Reddit has so many threads with so many tips and information, like literally any subject you can search there's a post about it already. So Evan, I would say definitely go look there, especially if you don't want to fly. Uh, One thing I did hear a lot of people recommending is there's a Walmart that's right there. People will pre-order things for packing, things for camping to the Walmart and you just pick it up when you get there. They say like, don't just show up that weekend and try and buy stuff in that Walmart because they'll be sold out of everything. But you can pre-order and choose pickup at the Walmart. So sleeping bags, like whatever it is that you need, coolers, canopies, like whatever, you can pre-order it online. So I hope that helps. Um, Definitely look into the different options. I just, we don't know if it's going to be one weekend or two weekends next year. So I hear it's very hard to get tickets, but there is uh, a resell that they do later on down the line. So you can always sign up for that as well. Okay, this next question is from Jacqueline. It says, hey Emma, thank you for doing this and for everything you do in the rave community. Thank you, thank you. I'm a newbie to the scene and I have a couple questions for the upcoming podcast. Love your podcast. Thanks, girl. Okay, one, do you trade candy at a show? And two, how do you dress for a show? Okay, candy, I mainly do candy at music festivals. Maybe if it's like a ravier type of show, I'll wear like a few pieces of candy. I'm trying to think of one 
recently that I did that for like maybe at Oliver Heldon's show but for the most part like I go out in Brooklyn um it's not that big in my area um so again it depends on the artist but you can wear candy if you want to especially if it's a bigger tour like the alchemy tour that's happening right now I feel like um that's like a like a pretty heavily EDM show so you could always do it for that or if you were to go to more of like a, a single day festival type thing I would maybe wear candy how do you dress for a show Okay, again, totally depends on where you are and what time of year it is. I do have some videos on how I dress um, for more like just EDM shows and events. So definitely check that out. I think I have one called like my rave clothing for fall slash winter or something like that. But me, okay, my go-to is normally in the fall like skinny jeans, a bodysuit or a crop top. And then I wear like more comfortable boots, my glitter boots or my platform sneakers. I don't wear heels ever. And I wear things that like I don't mind getting a little dirty because the clubs get hella nasty. So it depends on where you are. A lot of black. I wear a lot of black. Okay, this one is a big one. I'm not sure if this is really a question. So I'm five foot female and I don't have friends in the raving community. In June, I went to my first show, Camp Nowhere in Texas featuring Odessa, Zoo, and Griffin. Nice. Thank you so much for preparing me. You're very welcome. And I bought my best friend a ticket so she could come with me, but she didn't really like it. Oh, and also my mom and dad tagged along because I entered them for a contest on the radio and they ended up winning no fucking way that's awesome so they came with us my mom loved the show and everything about it i love the rave community but i'm too scared to go to shows festivals by myself people think i'm 13 but i'm 19 and sometimes i feel like people don't take me seriously or try to take advantage of me how do you do how do you do it to be so confident and go to shows is it weird if i bring my mom to every show festival with me since i don't have anybody else to go with um okay absolutely not if you want to bring your mom bring your fucking mom i feel like more people than not will be like maybe they'll give you a look at first but a lot of people I think will respect that in the end and probably will like that especially as they get like drunker (laughs) for sure um and if it's somebody to go with then bring your mom um and you might meet people out at shows and then eventually like expand your group but I think do what you got to do don't worry about what other people think about you um about how old you look you know you have every right to be there so don't feel self-conscious um you got to do what makes you happy at the end of the day and will you see these people ever again probably not so their opinions are irrelevant so I think that's awesome my mom said to me the other day she was like I want to go to a festival with you I was like oh Jesus Christ (laughs) Izu probably would have been the best one to bring her to because that's local but anyway she said thank you so much for you do love your videos and your podcast that was awesome thank you so much for sharing your story okay now we have another voice memo hell yeah this is from Ashley Robinson Ashley's awesome she always comments on my stuff so thank you girl for for submitting this okay let's turn this up Hey, Emma. Uh, I know this is kind of late coming, so I hope there's still time to submit, but I had two entries. Okay, so for the first submission, I know you had a Q&A question. So my question for you is, how do you decide what to wear when you're going to a show or a festival or a rave? How do you know kind of if if you're going to dress up really ravey or if you're going to dress down? And the reason I ask that question is because here in Chicago, I just feel like the EDM and rave and festival scene is completely different than other places. So I'm just curious to understand how people kind of think through that. 
Okay, so we'll start there. Thank you for your question. Also, I love your accent. So cute. Okay, (laughs) so I completely base it on the lineup. That's just my personal opinion. Again, like the shows I go to are in Brooklyn and it is such a range, like probably 70% dress like completely normal. Again, a lot of black streetwear, like more cooler kind of like cool kid outfits. Like I don't feel like I don't fit in. It's a safe bet to go with black in New York. But like for Hell Deep 250, it was like a big show for Oliver Heldens. The lineup was like GTA and Valentino Khan. Like it was going to be a crazy show. So for that, I decided to dress up like a little bit more plur, a little bit more like ravey. And you you might be surprised. Like again, it depends on in Chicago the vibe. But like sometimes people show up with like flow toys and I'm always shocked by that. Might also depend on the time of year. I will say this summer, where did we go? The Fish Fisher Chris Lake show, like at the outdoor shows, I feel like people were wearing more fun clothing. Like the guys were in like Hawaiian shirts and more colorful patterns. Um, so it totally depends. Like obviously if you're going to more of like a dubstep based show, like I wouldn't wear anything super crazy it's what you're comfortable with I have I'll give you an example I have Alesso coming up this weekend 99% sure I'm probably gonna wear like a black bodysuit and shorts because it's an outdoor show but you can wear really cute accessories and sort of like rave it up there um, but I would do it based on your lineup maybe if it's more of like a house or techno show you can get away with a little bit more but if it's more of like a bass kind of show or a dubstep or a hard dance show um You never know. I I might switch on my outfits depending on the genre of the show. All right, let's get to the next part of the question. The next thought that I have was around just how you extend the plur vibes outside of the festival. So I wanted to share things that I've done since I've been raving since 2010. The first thing is just, you know, booking the next show. I think that that's something that everyone does and having something on your calendar to look forward to, I think is really important. It can help you kind of get rid of, uh, the, the bad vibes or like the, the, the festival blues overall. I also think it's really important to practice self-care. So obviously having a good diet, getting a lot of sleep after a rave, but then I think self-care extends even far beyond to just mental care. I go to yoga multiple times a week. I always meditate and I practice certain things that I just enjoy doing to give back to my body, to give the nourishment that it needs. I'm really into skincare, so I do that. I like to take like hot baths and do bath bombs and kind of like create my own home spa here. And I think that that's really important to just like kind of pamper yourself or I'll go get my nails done, whatever it is to just kind of get myself out of a funk. I'll, I also just like to make candy. So throughout the year, like for even if it's a big festival, I'll start super early months in advance. And this year, because I've been connecting with so many new people, I've started to just reach out to people. And a lot of them have asked to kind of trade candy, kind of like a pin pal sort of thing. So um, that just kind of keeps it nice and fresh and you just get to meet and reach out to people outside of the festival scene, which is fun. 
I also just enjoy connecting with new people through social media groups on Facebook and Reddit and Twitter and things of that nature. I'm a part of way too many EDM groups, but it's just nice to meet new people that way and then to plan meetups and things. Um, I've met a lot of my new rave fam through through those groups and they were really also helpful on just tips and tricks on how to get ready for a festival so I definitely recommend if you get the blues a lot of times they'll post videos from past festivals you can kind of talk about the next event it kind of gets your mind off of the fact that you're not at a rave (laughs) I also think just overall this podcast which by the way is amazing thank you so much for putting out this content but it just helps too to pass the time reading edm news on twitter is nice like staying connected to your djs that you love keeps you kind of informed on what they're doing but also makes you feel like you're still there with them those are just really cool ways to stay connected and then the last thing is just talking to the members of your immediate rave fam group like you know I have a lot of people who I've made recent connections with who live out of state and they don't live in in the area that I'm at and so you know we check in out with each other we text each other throughout the week uh we also have group chats um online where we talk about anything it doesn't even have to be edm related and it just makes you feel like you're about you're a part of a bigger community and that's great um and i really enjoy that and you know also besides candy i also just love to just diy like a lot of my outfit accessories and things of that nature or just get creative Um, that's just an outlet for me that allows me to express myself in between going to shows and dressing up. All right. Thanks again so much for doing this podcast. I really just love all the content you put out there. You're just an amazing influencer and you just spread so much good positivity and just want you to know that you're appreciated and keep doing what you're doing. Bye. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Super nice. Thank you, Ashley. Okay, she's like a pro. I 100% agree with everything she said. Um, I think it's like different for everyone, like how you choose to carry like a plur mentality into real life. And especially like after you leave, leave a festival, um, it's definitely hard to like adjust to the real world. Like I feel like a lot of people can relate, especially me. Like I commute into Manhattan. I swear like going back to the city and getting on a subway which is like one of the most miserable places in the world it's like drains your energy especially when you were just like having the time of your life um I agree with all those things definitely take care of yourself at the end of the day um creating something that's huge for me like I create videos I create podcasts but also like she said DIYing stuff making candy for your next festival um sharing that with other people I think is huge I have also joined more Facebook groups in the past couple of months than I have in a while I'm a part of like the seven lions one I love reading those posts um people post pictures all the time they post videos from the tours I'm part of an Eric Prids one I forget which other ones I'm part of like different just like EDM community type vibes um so yeah it is like nice to be in a group with like-minded people and I think another thing you can do is like I talk about it 
all the time at work. Like my coworkers are probably sick of it, but I'm going to shout out my girl, Sarah. Um, she's coming with me to her first like big EDM show. She's coming with me to Dylan Francis. And it's because I just talk about it all the time. And honestly, I feel like if you spread like positive vibes like that, other people, you might bring other people like into the community. And she was like, I want to go to a show with you. You always talk about it. Like, please like tell me. And I was like, girl, come to Dylan Francis. That's going to be the best fucking time ever. So I think another way to just spread the player mentality is also to like try and bring more people into this community. And like you might turn them onto this and it might change their lives. So I don't know, maybe reach out to somebody you wouldn't normally think of a coworker or whoever that might be um, and, and get them on the hype train for this beautiful community that we have. Okay, this next submission is a good one and I totally feel this person. Okay, so this is from uh, Marissa. She said, I'm a huge fan of your YouTube channel and your podcast. Um, so I wanted to ask your opinion on something. So basically the gist of her email is that she's been with her boyfriend for over four years. They attend their festivals and shows together like from the very beginning. Um, he was the one that sparked her interest and love in the EDM community. And she said, in the beginning, they made a promise to each other not to attend festivals without one another. But after watching my video on dating and relationships and raving, she was able to realize um, that they're okay with the idea of going to festivals without one another. She said it hasn't happened yet, but that's just because they've been able to attend them. She said her best friend and her want to go to Escape this October, but her boyfriend can't go. He said he was totally fine with her going, but threw a curveball at her saying she, he would he wishes she would stay sober alcohol of alcohol and other things because he's not going to be there. Uh, and she basically said... She, like, wants to respect his wishes, but, you know, she wants to lose. She wants to have fun. Like, is it the end of the world if she drinks or whatever? So she said, am I being completely unreasonable or selfish? Thank you, Emma, and please never stop making videos and podcasts. Thank you so much for writing in. Okay, everyone's relationship is different. I don't know you guys personally, but if you've been together for over four years, I would imagine that you know each other very well and hopefully you have a very open line of communication. My opinion on this at the end of the day is like you shouldn't hold back. Like I think I think he's just nervous and he, it's your first one not together. So obviously he's like, oh my God, how is this going to go? And like all these thoughts are going through his head. The best thing I can tell you to do is check in. Check in with him. Even if you're drinking or doing whatever, I probably wouldn't be posting Snapchats of yourself like downing you know cocktails left and right and like freaking him out but do your thing it's totally fine to let loose and have fun and enjoy yourself check in it lets him know you're thinking about him and lets him know you're he's still on your mind uh, and it lets him know that you're safe so maybe every now and then send him some videos of the sets and you know let him know that you're still clear of mind that's what I do with my boyfriend at Izu um the the two days he wasn't with me I was like hey we're leaving Eric Pridd's set we're going to this right now and I just was sort of like checking in with him to let him know like where we were and so he just knew everything was okay I think if you do that you'll be totally fine um you don't want to start any fights over it but maybe set his expectations before you go and just tell him listen I'm not planning on getting crazy I'm not trying to go there to get drunk or to get fucked up but some of my favorite artists are going to be there and I want to have a drink I want to have fun so I'm, I'm planning on doing that I'm just letting you know now so I would just be open and upfront about it definitely don't don't hold back if you don't want to and I hope you enjoy escape <laughs> okay this is from Rebecca said hey my question is about vlogging what editing software do you use and where do you find background music to use that isn't copyrighted I've been getting more into it and you're a big inspiration to me love always Becca Grace original okay so one thank you so much for writing in and thank you for watching and for listening um so I edit the podcast in Adobe Audition I've been loving it I was using another program and if you guys have been here from the beginning 
you will know that the other program crashed on me and deleted episodes and I had to re-record and I was like in tears multiple times. So Adobe Audition has been great. It's been pretty easy to use. I edit all my videos in Adobe Premiere, but I did iMovie for like a year and a half. It's totally fine. You do not need to use these super expensive, crazy programs when you're getting started. Uh, I'm pretty sure most Macs come with iMovie, so get started there. That's all you really need. Background music, I'm pretty sure if you just, well, one, YouTube has, let me pull it up. YouTube has its own copyright-free music, like channel. And also if you just search copyright free music I think that's what I search um, one of the first libraries audio library there's like two million people subscribe to it they have all copyright free music that you can download so that's pretty much what I use in the background of all my stuff and you can just download the songs and you'll be good to go so good luck with everything okay this next one sorry I know this is gonna be such a long episode I haven't even gotten to, we're gonna Instagram's gonna be like a speed round okay this says would you ever attend Burning Man I know it's not a festival but I'm just curious if that's something you'd ever be interested in participating in what are some international festivals you hope to go to someday Ooh. okay let's see okay so yeah Burning Man is like an experience it's definitely not a festival you have to be like completely self-sufficient and it's like a community you know like you have to bring everything you need for that week uh you have to contribute people build these like incredible trucks and these cars and then some DJs perform there but it's not about anything like materialistic like from what I've heard um you guys should check out living by the f-word she's fucking awesome she has such a good channel she has so many videos about burning man and other like festival tips and advice so definitely check out living by the f-word she has a video on burning man I'm pretty sure she was going this year I have to go follow up but anyway um personally I never say never like who fucking knows I don't know maybe in my 30s I want to go right now it probably sounds like too much of an undertaking for me um, because I would want to do it right I would really want to do the research and like really do everything like the way you're supposed to do it and I think the issue that people are having with it right now is like a lot of people are posting more like Instagrams and more like festival clothing and that's like kind of the complete opposite idea of Burning Man it's not about any of that at all just with that being said I don't know maybe I would attend it international festivals I would hope to go to someday I really need to like do more research. I feel like I need to learn a little bit more. I mean, obviously Tomorrowland, um, Cream Fields was one that I wanted to do at some point. I really would love to just go to Amsterdam's dance event, which I know happens every October. I think that would be just so cool to go there in general and just go to the different clubs and see everything there. So yeah, just I would love to go to Amsterdam in general and just go out. Alrighty, last few emails here. This is from Lorena. Hey, Lorena. Okay, it says, I keep meaning to send you an email every time you ask for submissions, but I always forget to. Anyways, hope you're doing well, girl. I'm doing great. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, so she said, I hope this is a question. It may not have been asked before. It's not music festival related, although I'm sure it could be. But I was wondering what your thoughts are on psychedelics in general. Uh, would I ever try any just in general, not at a music festival? Have I ever done any research on them? Not based off of personal stories from friends or other people. Also, did you know shrooms specifically are becoming decriminalized in certain cities? This recently occurred in Oakland, California and Denver, Colorado. And she sent an article. That's so funny. Okay, I'll really quickly say, um, one, I don't think they're bad. I haven't done that much research on them, but I feel like it's natural, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to sound like such an idiot. No, I mean, it's a psychedelic. I don't think it's that bad I think that would be totally fine um I don't know I'm like really not about those kinds of like mind-altering things I just don't think it would sit well with me and my anxiety so I'm I think I'm good but I know friends who have and they've liked it but I'll definitely research more I think that sounds pretty interesting 
Uh, she said, I was honestly just curious because I don't think it had been talked about yet. I know you like to think keep things professional and not touch on too many drugs. But if you're able to answer what, this one, I thought it might be interesting. OK, I'm definitely going to read the article she sent. Thank you so much for that submission. That's a cool one. I, I think it just totally depends on the person. Me personally, no. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have had really good experiences both at festivals and not. And it's being decriminalized. So I think that says something right there. So yeah, I don't know. Again, you can never say never, but not anytime soon. <laughs> all right, you guys, that is all the email suggestions. I'm going to take a super quick break here and then we're going to do like a flash round. Is it a flash round? Is that what it says? Lightning round. <laughs> Lightning round here at the end to just like knock out these Instagram and YouTube submissions. All right, so let's take a quick break. I just wanted basically to remind you guys to follow on Instagram. Uh, my personal account is at Emma Capotes. That's E-M-M-A-K-A-P-O-T-E-S. And at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram and Twitter as well, you guys. Um, the family is growing, which is so incredible. So thank you guys so much for listening every week. Um, again, you can rate and review on iTunes if you'd like. Throw us a couple stars there if you want. Uh, I read a couple of your reviews the other day and it was fucking awesome. You guys are the best. Um, and please screenshot and share your screen on Instagram stories and on Twitter. Again, tag the podcast. Tag me. I will always reshare you guys because you're so fucking incredible. So thank you guys so much for doing that. It helps spread the word about the podcast and it helps us grow and then we can potentially have some really cool people on here because I've been having like the best time interviewing people and you guys have really liked the interview episodes. Um, so I'm so excited. So I'm definitely planning a couple more of those to come down the line. So thank you guys so much for for spreading the word. All right, that's all I've got to say. Let's get right back into the episode. All right, we got a bunch here on Instagram. So I'm going to knock these out first. Okay, this one is from at tatted underscore taco. What is your ultimate dream job? What steps are you taking now to get there? That's such a good question. My dream job has changed so many times as I've gotten older. Like when I graduated college, I like wanted to be a creative director of a magazine. I worked for magazines for years and then now everything's gone digital and now I'm a digital design director for a website and I really like what I'm doing there, but I don't know. I kind of want to work for myself. My dad worked for himself for like 30 plus years. So I would love to just be like a freelance designer and continue doing YouTube, continue doing this podcast and eventually do something in the music music industry because that's clearly where my passion is. So to do both right now, to have like a design related full-time job and then on the side do like my passion projects, I would love to just like one day work for myself and kind of do a, a little bit of everything. That would be really nice. So taking the steps right now, I'm working literally every second that I can in my spare time on my side hustle. So that's what I'm doing. It's been really fun. It's exhausting, but I love it. Thank you for your question. Okay, this is from at P-N-A-K-S. Next. <laughs> Should I go to e or EDC next year? Don't make me choose. I can't tell you that. That's you got to decide. I don't know. It depends on how many vacation days you have. Um, add up the pricing. I feel like EDC Las Vegas is way easier to get tickets. Um, you know how I feel. It's my favorite festival. It's a special place in my heart. It's unfucking real. I think they're two totally different vibes. I've heard Electric Forest, like the entire community and the vibes there are very incredible. And it's a camping experience. Um, EDC is all hours of the night. It's Vegas. Totally different vibes. You got to kind of decide what you want to get out of it to to pick between the two all right this is from at d underscore damo if you could design a theme for a festival what would it be and why oh my god i gotta think about that 
That is a really hard question. If I could pick a theme for a festival, what would I want it to be and why? Jeez. This is kind of cheating because it already exists and I know it's not a fair answer, but like I haven't done a Halloween festival and that's what I want to do. Halloween is my absolute favorite holiday. So if it was like a Dia de los Muertos themed festival or something like that, that would be so fucking cool. But honestly, just like the excuse to dress up and wear costumes is ideally what I want to do. So yeah, that would be awesome. Okay, at Jamie underscore Boulevard. Hey, Jamie. Uh, He said top four sets of Izu weekend. Um, okay, definitely Eric Prids. Day two was my favorite, but both were incredible. My number one was Above and Beyond. Sorry, I should have started with that. Above and Beyond, Eric Prids. Ooh, Walker and Royce really surprised me. I really liked Walker and Royce's set that stands out in my mind. It's so hard. I want to say Seven Lions, you guys, but if you listened to the podcast last week, the um, circumstances around the set were annoying. So I feel like it deterred. Like the music was incredible. I'm sure I'm going to listen back to the set. But there was like so many, so much chaotic shit happening that I don't, I didn't fully get to enjoy it. Um, oh God. I don't know. Probably Oliver Held. I know Oliver Heldon's Cascade and Kill the Noise actually. I really liked Kill the Noise. That's more than four. But those are my answers. Okay. At C Correa 1. What was your first festie? Like what year and location? It was um, Dayglow, which is now Life in Color. And it was December 2011 or December 2010. I think it was December 2011. I was a junior in college. Um, at Christian5623, ideas on how to make a collapsible totem pole. pole. <laughs> Do you guys want to see a tutorial on that? I've literally gotten so many DMs about the um, collapsible like totem pole that Brian made for me. He just like dreamed it up. I was like, I need a pole that I can hold I don't want it to be too big blah 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 and he comes home he's like he's just so good at all that shit he's very hands-on he came home he's like I came up with a a solution for you and he made a freaking collapsible totem pole it was the best thing ever yeah let me know if you guys want me to do a tutorial I'm gonna try and convince him to go on camera for that one okay at uh Becca Grace original what are some lesser known DJs artists that we should check out Ooh, okay um somebody asked me this the other day who I thought was underrated you might know these already so this might not be for you but um summer camp really into he's opening for Alessa really excited about that um I feel like I said Walker and Royce nitty-gritty I love Yado. I know some of these are like a little bit bigger already but I like all of them I've been listening to Blank and Lick recently and I got to see them both at festivals um so those are kind of like the people I would I would name right now okay at Carrie underscore on dot only have you seen Eric Priz's hollow he just announced he's coming to New York City yeah that's going to be in my EDM newsletter um he is playing his first and only they're saying hollow show in the United States it's in New York City December 27th and 28th um I've never seen hollow because it hasn't been in the United States um it looks beyond incredible I can't go um I don't want to talk about it I'm going to move on because I can't go to those shows and I'm super bummed about it at Jose Jaha JJ thoughts on the security at Izu 2019 yeah okay so I know a lot of people were asking me about this um there were like so many threads and posts about people pretty much like being taken advantage of at Izu. Um, a lot of people were getting like strip searched or they said like the dogs like pulled them out of the crowd and like identified them as like a hit, like they might have drugs on them or something and they were getting searched multiple times. They weren't finding anything on these people. Some people said they were groped, like really heinous things. I will say like Izu security is always really tight, um, but it depends on who you get. On Friday, they like 
literally didn't even check my bag on Saturday and, and Sunday they took apart everything they literally took everything out of my bag and this one woman the last day was like you guys don't have anything illegal on you right because we just found pills and we don't want to find pills on you and we were like no we don't have fucking anything on us but on Sunday um you can see it in my vlog there was like a crazy long line for the tent for people to get searched so I wasn't surprised when I heard that like so many people had gotten pulled aside I think Izu in general had horrible customer service I said that in my review like I had reached out to them a bunch of times never heard anything from them um so I'm glad that they actually made a public statement I feel like they had to but they can do way better on so many different fronts next year the sound bleeds the water refill stations and their security so hopefully next year they they do better at nickel said what earplugs do you recommend for festivals um I love my zound earplugs I unfortunately just lost my last pair at Izu, so I need to buy more but zound is really really great quality and eargasm I've heard is good as well at kt cool underscore 11 would you have a wedding at edc that's awesome I personally would not I want like I want like a full-blown wedding experience I've like been that way since I was like a kid so I personally would not but I think that it is really incredible to people who do okay at georgie 1031 says top three djs you think we should not sleep on or collaborations you're excited for oh that's a good one could i am i crazy i swear i remember reading that seven lions and griffin are working together and honestly you guys i'm gonna die i fucking love griffin seven lions is my favorite cannot wait for that i'm really excited about that one um seven lions has been coming out with a lot of collaborations that have been really cool i know rez is going to be working with a couple people like i said summer camp just came out with a song with a so that I really like. So yeah, those are all my suggestions and I already recommended a couple of DJs at Emma underscore Michael underscore. How do you think EDM slash the EDM community slash festivals have changed your life? Oh God, we could be here forever. <laughs> it's completely changed my life. Like I loved going to shows. I've said this. I've always gone to shows. I've been going to live events since I was like 14 years old, but the EDM community has been completely different and it's just given me back like a sense of purpose and a sense of community. And I said, I think I said to Brian the other day, I was like, I don't remember what I did before my YouTube channel like this keeps me busy 24 7 I don't remember what it was like to just come home after work and like go to trivia which is what we used to do or like go to a bar or just like sit and do nothing I don't remember what that is like I obviously still enjoy the weekends but it's just given me so much so that I can give back to other people and I just think the music at the end of the day is like what it is all about it brings me so much joy I love meeting new people uh I just love dancing there's I'm my happiest when I'm like on a dance floor dancing to some house music techno music whatever the fuck it is I don't care I just love it so it's given me a lot <laughs> at Chloe underscore wait for it said which California festivals would you consider attending love your videos keep that shit up thank you escape number one dream state would be really cool as well um what else would I want to go out I don't I would love I've been to San Francisco once and I thought it was really cool I would love to go to like a Bay Area show I think that would be really fun any insomniac events out there uh I mean beyond wonderland eternal I don't know there's so many good ones escape would be my my first if I could pick one I would do that first um at c correa one said how old is too old for ultra would a 28 to 32 year old feel out of the loop absolutely not I have friends who went last year who I'm pretty sure are like 33 32 um you definitely won't be too old for sure um at Jessica Furl what are your thoughts on the security reports from Izu 
covered that already. At Kate Like 8, what are your rights when it comes to security touching sensitive areas? It's a really good question. I definitely am not the authority on that. I'm not sure. Um, I would, If it were me, I would just like remain really, really calm. And if I felt like things got inappropriate, I think I would just calmly be like, hey, like, can I please talk to your manager or something like that? Yeah, like I'm not sure. I would maybe like ask a friend or something. If you know anybody that's like a cop or something like that, ask them what the best thing to do is in that situation. But if you don't have anything on you and you're innocent at the end of the day and something like fucked up happens to you like definitely 1000% report it make some noise about it like people were doing online because it's not okay at sday underscore universe said dream international festival I think I kind of covered that I guess Tomorrowland but I'm going to do some more research guys there might be other ones that I want to do um and at sday under universe said again also basically if there was one festival that was free for me what would I do I don't know I I want to say EDC Las Vegas because obviously like that would save me a fuck ton of money but at this point I like forest because i want to do that so if electric forest is free for me you i would be sending it fucking tomorrow um <laughs> at rohit 42 what's your end goal with raving in youtube oh, that's such a good question i feel like i haven't put it out there in the universe i kind of said it before because it's like nerve-wracking saying it but like i said i really like want to be like to work for myself and i would love to just I have so many ideas, you guys, and so much stuff I'm sitting on that, like, if I had five days a week to do it, you guys would be getting five videos a week. Like, I would be churning out content left and right because there's just so much to cover. I would do multiple podcasts a week. But anyway, um, raving, I'm not sure. I, it'll be curious to see, like, as I get older, I think I'm going to go off on a rant, but I don't know how it'll change when I have a family and things like that. I think it's so funny. Eric Prids, like, posted a video. I think it was, like, when you have to be, like, dad Prids, and he, like, showed a video of him, like, walking through his house from his studio into this bedroom, and it was, like, a full rave room, and it was all these, like, four-year-old toddlers just, like, jumping up and down, and they were, like, <laughs> lasers and lighting in a room like that's literally me as a parent so I don't know I don't know if the frequency of me attending shows will will change and I'll do more local ones or I'll just pick really big ones here and there but my end goal is just to continue making awesome content I would love to work with more brands there's been more opportunities happening and I've loved meeting more people in this community and I love meeting you guys in in person so my end goal is like to work for myself eventually and and do this more full time that would be incredible I would love that at Sophia C Milan said how do you feel about people going to festivals just for the clout and not for the music I I think it's fucking stupid I don't know why you would do that I mean at this point so many people just think music festivals are trendy but they're not glamorous in any way like I think it's fun to see all of the outfits and things like that like some of the outfits I saw at Izu I was like these girls are killing it people are really stepping up their game they're getting so into it um but at the end of the day you're not there to take photos like you're there to enjoy the sets you're on your feet all day long it's exhausting you're sweating like it's not a glamorous thing and I think you should be more there to enjoy the music and like meet new people and improve the people's experiences around you rather than like chilling drinking cocktails and like VIP the entire time but that's just that's just me that's my little opinion okay I'm gonna get to YouTube questions here and then we'll do EDM news and wrap it up this is a long ass episode oh my battery's about to die hold on okay and we're back. All right, YouTube questions, and then we're wrapping this ish up. Great, you guys. <clears throat> Buddy Helm said, what's the festival you would like to go to the most if someone were to take you? I feel like you guys are going to know I'm going to say EDC Las Vegas. I'm sorry to say that, but, like, it's just my home. It's my favorite place fucking ever, and I feel like I could literally do it forever. So probably that one. I mean, the main ones I've attended are EDC Las Vegas. I've done Ultra Miami once. I've done Ever After once. I've done Izu three times. What else have I gone to, guys? Oh, my God. I'm, like, completely 
completely blanking. Oh, EDC New York, but that's not a thing anymore. Life in Color, Miami I did. I haven't done that many like big festivals. That's why I'm like trying to branch out. I mean, I'm going to Imagine Music Festival in a week and then EDC Orlando, I can add that to the roster. Um, But there are so, so many more I need to attend. Um, But right now I would say EDC Las Vegas is for sure the favorite out of all of those. Okay, this person said, at what age do you see yourself retiring from going to raves and festivals? Again, this is like one of the hardest questions for me to answer. I feel like I just have to like assess that as I go. Um, I do not want to put an age limit on myself because I've just been doing this for so long. I think I will always go to live music events. I think it just might change as I get older I don't know I'm gonna be honest with you guys I've done VIP a couple times recently and I'm obviously I like it it's nice (laughs) it's really nice they have nicer bathrooms and it's kind of cool to like have your own space sometimes so I don't know I could see like as I get older and like I make more money eventually and things like that I could see myself splurging on more VIP tickets I don't know I also fuck with the GA so much even easy we had VIP I think we were in there maybe for 30 minutes and then we watched above and beyond set in there but we were in GA the rest of the time because that's where the vibes are at I get down and dirty in that AMF 10 but Brittany said have you ever gone to a show festival by yourself any tips for solo raving I have not but stay tuned for an upcoming episode Ian Keel said are you sending it to countdown New Year's this year. I am not. I'm not doing any New Year's shows. And just so you guys know, I probably never say never. I probably won't because I have a lot going on. New Year's is super special to me. Brian's birthday is right around New Year's and we met on New Year's Eve. So like I want to be with him on New Year's. That's like a special day for me. So I don't think I'd ever go. And I feel like traveling around New Year's is really, really expensive. New York also does some good shows. I'll talk about that like very briefly. Lorenzo said, what DJs are you always excited to see? Also, what DJ is your favorite to listen to? Always, always, always excited to see Oliver Heldens, Seven Lions, Griffin, I have seen a lot. Jaws, 1000%. Eric Prids, 1000%. I've seen Carl Cox a couple times, who's been incredible. And then as of recently, Io, um, Rez is always so good. Who else do I love? Oh, Dylan, 1000% Dylan. Cascade was good recently. Nitty Gritty lately has been a favorite of mine. I'm kind of like, I can't miss a Nitty and Gritty set. Um, So all of those, those would be on my top list. Fisher, Chris Lake. Okay, best, ooh, OG Gecko said, best food you've had at a festival. That's a good question. Izu had really good food. The big mod sticks are awesome. I mean, I'm a lemonade. I'm a sucker for lemonade, you guys. I always talk about that. There's nothing as friggin' refreshing as an ice cold, sweet ass lemonade during the summertime when you're at a festival. So that's, a go-to for me this one says what year did you most enjoy edc out of all the times you've gone and what's your favorite rave since you started the one show that pops in your mind and gives you all the feels oh that's such a good question you're really making me pick my brain here you guys my favorite edc out of all of them okay to be completely honest with you i want to say this year because this year was the most special to me and like weather beside the music the stages This year was a really good year, but the one that just rings in the back of my head is EDC 2016. Tara will know, Brady will know, Marks will know. The best vibes that year is the best time with the most incredible group. It just, it goes untouched. EDC 2016, the sets were incredible. And the favorite rave that I've attended that pops in my mind, that is such a hard question to answer. I want to say like a Seven Lions show or an Oliver Heldens show in the city because that's like my ultimate go-to. Okay, two that popped out in my mind as I'm thinking about this. So um, there used to be this thing. It was like Pier 94, I think, in Manhattan that I went to shows all the time there. Um, Pardon My French was a show there. It was literally DJ Snake, Mercer, Chami, Mala, 
that's that show is incredible above and beyond Halloween show at Pure 94 stands out in my mind that one was really really good and um Oliver Heldens we saw New Year's um at Shemansky a couple years ago and like just had such a fun group for that oh that was such a good time Marshmallow at Terminal 5 like oh there's Terminal 5 have been just so many good shows Griffin like oh my god too too many Matt H said what are the top five festivals raves everyone should have on their bucket list I feel like I'm repeating myself but I I mean highly recommend Easy Las Vegas Ultra now that it's going back to Bayfront Park um, I had so much fun at Ultra I really really recommend it Ever After in Canada if you guys like bass music that was a good ass time Um, I wish they would bring back EDC New York I really liked EDC New York but those are the ones that I would recommend I would highly highly recommend those ones you guys Izu 1000% do Izu how do you budget for a festival how far in advance do you book a flight um I booked my Orlando flights today and they were v expensive to go to Florida so I wouldn't wait this long I um use Hopper the app Hopper and I track flight prices but I try and book them like pretty far in advance if possible I always do the layaway plans for tickets like save that money just pay a small fee every month and um, also book your hotel like as early I will almost always go to booking.com or some sort of like deal site and I will just reserve a room because when they're really far out um, a lot of them have like free cancellation up until like 24 hours before just book a couple rooms because you can cancel them for free that's what I did with EDC Orlando so I just try and do that. And like if you find a better better deal, go cancel one of the ones you had already booked. Um, OG Gecko said, what artist DJ have you seen the most live? That is a great question. Probably going to be the same answer you've heard. It's most likely if I were to guess seven lines. But honestly, it might be Griffin. I've seen Griffin almost every tour he's come through except for this past summer. I, yeah, I've seen Griffin so many times. Like Oliver Heldens, I've seen a lot. I've seen Prids now probably a really solid amount. I've seen Jaws a lot. Um, yeah, my favorite artists are probably the people I've definitely seen the most. Oh my god, guys, I think that's everything. I'm exhausted. This is such a long episode. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed all this. I want to do these more often so we can like get through all of your all of your topics you guys um okay let's take a really quick break and then i'm going to finish it with some edm news and we'll wrap up the episode all right you guys um so really quickly i just want to mention the upcoming meetups that i have going on so there's no concrete information yet but for imagine music festival i am doing a meetup with vibe with aid on saturday time to be determined based on set times but just know she and I are going to do a mega mega meetup so we cannot wait to see you guys there that'll be on Saturday on Sunday of Imagine Music Festival I am doing a meetup with the Lunchbox fam absolutely love them their founder their co-founder Tom from the Lunchbox is going to be at Imagine so he and I will be hosting that come out you do not have a lunchbox you don't have to have a lunchbox to come you can just come meet other people in the community we always give out goodies and fun stuff so stay tuned for that EDC Orlando, this is all like tentative because I really haven't fully planned anything yet, but I will 1000% do a meetup at EDC Orlando. I will most likely be doing one with the Lunchbox team again because they will be there as well. My um, little Tara is going to be coming, you guys. She just confirmed. So Tara and I will be doing EDC Orlando together. So come meet Tara and hang out. You probably know her from the blogs. Um, But yeah, stay tuned for all that information. Follow me on Instagram at Emma Capotis um, to stay up to date with all that. I will be posting the meetup graphics once I have all the information. All right, let's get into the EDM news. 
Okay, you guys, so just a couple things really quickly before we wrap up here. So I already touched on it, but just really quickly, Eric Prids is bringing his hollow show to the United States for the first and only time. It's in Manhattan, and it is December 27th and December 28th. Resale already has gone up at this point because it went live yesterday, Tuesday. I'm going to go ahead and guarantee that that's sold out if the whole show isn't already sold out at this point. But yeah, I mean, that's going to be absolutely incredible. Like I said, I can't go, so I will not see you guys there, but I will be living vicariously through all of you, and I can't wait to see all of your videos. Um, With that being said, if you're in the New York City area, uh, there are two awesome New Year's shows that I know of right now. Above and Beyond is playing a New Year's Eve show and Cascade is playing Terminal 5. Those are both like couldn't recommend more you guys that'll be incredible so definitely look into tickets there edc orlando released their day-by-day lineups um in my opinion sunday is so stacked friday is really good i don't know sunday of edc vegas was crazy so yet again they've done that so go check that out tinder and live nation collided you guys um they basically started this feature where like at select shows and festivals there's a special feature on the app that like if you swipe it you can connect with other people attending that show so it's like an in in combination kind of like app feature with live nation and tinder which is interesting so that's pretty cool so you guys can check out um that on your app if you're signed up for tinder lastly post malone's album came out i know that's not related to edm at all but i fucking love post malone brian and i are huge fans and we've listened to his album like multiple times at this point but it's really good so give that a listen if you guys like rap um i love him i think he's fucking awesome so yeah i really really have been enjoying that album and like i said if any of you guys are football fans it's football season I'm fucking pumped. I'm wearing my Viking shirt. I love it. If any of the content slows down in the next couple of months, it's most likely because I'm at the bar all day Sunday and that's going to be a real problem for my content. (laughs) But anyway, uh, best of luck to all your teams out there and I'm really hyped. So you guys, that's it. That's a full massive Q&A episode. Thank you so much to all of you guys for submitting your topics, for sharing your stories, for sending in our first voice memos. I'm so happy I got you guys on here. Um, I will 1000% be doing this again in the future, so stay tuned for more submissions. Like I said, if you guys are solo ravers, if you have gone to music festivals alone, I want to hear about your experiences. Do you prefer it? What tips and advice would you give other people? Send that in to raveculturecast at gmail.com, raveculturecast at gmail.com. That'll be an upcoming episode. And again, any topics you guys want me to cover, people you want me to interview, feel free to send that along. Um, feedback that you guys have. Uh, it would mean the world to me if all of you stop right now, screenshot your phone, and share this episode on your Instagram stories, on Twitter, on YouTube. Send it to a friend, copy and paste the link, share it, and tell someone to listen this week. Uh, that would mean the absolute world to me. So thank you guys for spreading the word. Uh, I love you all so much. I'm so excited for next week's episode. It's going to be a really good one. And I hope to see you at a festival very soon or at a show really soon. Um, I should have mentioned, I'm going to Alesso. have Don Diablo coming up in New York City and Dylan Francis. Those are my next three big ones. So look out for me there. And I will see you in next week's episode next Wednesday. Bye guys.